This is a Yellow Wave production. Family, friends, loved ones, people I've never met before, strangers, but you're not strangers. I know the feeling when you listen to a podcast and you're like, you just forget and you feel like you're with your friends, especially during these times when we're pretty much alone or with our family day in, day out. Guess what? This day, this episode is a pure celebration. Because today is my one-year anniversary on Earth to Brit. What? I know. Trust me. I can't wrap my head around this. I know how time works. Well, I mean, that's debatable. But (laughs) I know it's a year. It's just like, I'm just so speechless, obviously. Um. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited, and so I figured that I would do something a lot less dark, as in no murders or crimes, although that's what we're here for this season, and still not sure about season three yet, but those types of decisions are in the making right now as we speak, so don't worry, that's going to be coming out soon or soon-ish, I can't promise anything on time-wise, but it'll be here soon, whatever. Um, yeah, I figured, okay, I, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about murder, even though as soon as I am done recording, you know, I'm going to be listening to more murder podcasts. Duh. Hope you do the same. However, this week for me, it's going to be something light because it's my, it's my celebration. Okay. And yeah, we're going to do some question therapy and then basically just see where the night takes us. Are you ready to celebrate with me, whether this is your first episode you've listened to, whether it's the 50th, or whether you've been with me from day one. You are so important to me. You are so appreciated. So let's celebrate together. It's not just about me. It's about us because without you, there would be no me. Well, there would be, but not on the podcast. I would still be here. Trust me. Don't you worry about that. However, it wouldn't be Earth to Brit. So, and it wouldn't be that without you. I need you and I love you guys and I'm so thankful for you. Always. But this this is the time I want you, again, even if it's your first time listening, I don't care. You're here. I love you. I'm bringing you into the circle. Let's celebrate. Grab a drink, whatever you want to do. If you prefer dessert, if you prefer food, snacks, or all of those things, I don't care. There's no judgment. Whatever you want to do. Put on a dress, put on your sweats. No fucks given. 
Let's do this. Um, I'm regretting calling this an anniversary because that feels weird to me. It feels like I'm married to like a podcast. I'm not married to my podcast. So I feel like it was more like an idea and it was birthed kind of like a book, but not obviously a book, just something similar to that. It was a creation that came like it was a whole process. So I'm calling this my first birthday. Okay. You call it whatever you want. I don't even care. I'm just, I wanted to clarify because realize I don't like how that felt when I said anniversary. So we're going to do some quick question therapy. And by quick, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it'll be a little longer than expected. I'm, I have no rules for this episode because, simply because, well, it's not simple at all. It's a couple of reasons. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want any rules or stipulations on my birthday. I'm already slipping right into this role as if it was made for me. Alert, it was. I created the podcast, so I get to do that if I want. And I just want to have fun, and I just want to not have any stress. I want this to be almost a venting session, but not in a negative, drag-down way where when you're done listening, you're going to feel heavier than shit. No, that's not the goal. I'm going to be honest. These questions, if I might remind you, there's over a thousand of them and I, sh- I have no idea which one's going to be asked next and I always answer them whether I don't feel like it whether I do feel like it or even if I've been asked it before which I don't think has happened but if it does happen who knows the answer is probably different it's probably going to be different if I was asked the same question in an hour it all depends so I also invite you to answer these with me, whether you're doing it in your own head or saving it for later or journaling, which is a really good thing to do. And no, I'm not being hypocritical because I don't do it. I I just, I know it's good. And when I've done it, it's been amazing. I just do not make that time. Really, it's on me. But I will tell you, if you journal, it to do that is very powerful. So do that if you want or don't just listen I don't care I do care but I don't okay if you don't know me by now then just I don't know that I don't know what to tell you maybe go back listen from the beginning I'm not sure but the first question is also as always you right when you think I'm going to start talking about something I trick you you might hear my dog Kennedy in the background and it sounds like we're holding a dog fighting ring we are not she is fine. She is watching my son and husband grill out and she can't stand it because she loves to lick the grill even when it's on fire. Shit you not. We've had, we've watched her do it. It's, it's not okay. So it's for her own good. She's upset, but you're going to think we're murdering dogs in the background. We are not. Quite the opposite. So, (laughs) seriously. Anyways, First question. Okay, here we go. Do you prefer swimming in pools, lakes, or the ocean? Um, I will swim in anything. I love water so very much. Even the shower is like a treat for me. Um, No, I take showers daily. I'm just saying it's like I look forward to it as if it's something more simply because of the fact that I'm covered in water. That's how much I love water. 
Um, I'm going to say, okay, I will, like I said, I'll swim in anything, but number one, ocean, two, pool, salt water pool specifically, three, a lake. The reason I'm not huge on lakes is because to me, they're like, I will swim in anything, like I said, but a lake is probably the, the last thing I want to swim in because it's not necessarily dirty, but it's not clear like the ocean. And even though this is where I don't make sense, listen up. This is literally me saying something that's not even going to make sense at all, but it's what I believe or how I feel strongly enough to why I answered the way I did. I understand that the ocean is vast, like huge as if we don't even know a quarter of what lives in it. But to me, I feel much safer in the ocean than I do a lake because a lake, I feel like there's just a whole world that I, I can't see anything. It's weird to me. It's not necessarily dirty, but it doesn't feel as clean to me as the ocean. Again, I'm contradicting myself. I understand that. However, it's that's my answer. Pond, I don't know about that. Like if the water doesn't move at all, that's like just stagnant. I don't, I will still swim in it for sure because I just cannot help myself, but it's not my first choice by far. Next question. What makes you angrier than it should? (laughs) Seriously, in all honesty, anything and everything. My anger is a real force to be reckoned with, and I've been working on it for 32 years. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I get angry very, very quickly. I have control over it most of the time. Um, I'm not a danger to anyone or anything, but seriously, if I am just at my wit's end, which I don't think it helps that I'm an introvert and I keep everything in because I'm figuring it out as I go within so that other people, they see me seemingly calm or just whatever. When I'm not, I just, I'm trying to figure it out. So walk away, leave me alone. Let me figure it out inside of myself and then I'll be okay. But I don't always get that time. And it's really bad when things happen that make me angry while I'm trying to figure shit out inside again just going to repeat inside of myself. And it just keeps piling on because life happens. And then also people aren't realizing I just need extra time, leave me alone. And then it just blows up. Um, So yeah, what makes me angrier than it should? You tell me just about anything for real. I get so my anger is a force, I'm telling you. But I'm trying to think of examples. I mean, I just can't because usually it's like something happens, but that's not why I'm so angry. I'm so angry because I'm trying to figure stuff out and be okay. And then there's yet another bomb dropped on me, even if it's not something I would normally be mad at. Does that make sense? If not, I don't know what to tell you, but that's uh, my answer. Okay, moving right along to this one. How do you show someone you love them? Huh. Okay, well, this is going to be from my perspective, like my persuasion, Asian persuasion. Is that racist? I, if that is, I am truly, I'm going to have to edit this shit out. I'm probably going to have to do that anyways, because I'm not comfortable with anyone feeling like I am that kind of person. To be determined. I'm not that kind of person. It's to be determined whether or not that's something I should or should not say. Story of my life. 
and here we are. <laughs> um, is anyone else just really laughing a lot and finding themselves the most funniest person ever because of quarantine because you're alone or you're with your three-year-old all day? Well, if you are, you're not alone. So am I. Um, so yeah, how do I show someone I love them? I feel like a lot of ways, but mostly I just let them be who they are. I literally judge nothing at all. I might get upset sometimes. I might have questions. I might want to understand things. I do. I always want to understand things. So my questions are for that reason alone, but I just give them space to be them. Even if we fight about things or if I'm upset about them doing something or whatever, I don't ever think it's a fundamental problem. And I make sure they know that. It's about, I don't know what to do with it type situation. I can hear my son come slamming his feet on the way to my door right now. So yeah, I let people be who they are and I let them know that they have me in their corner. Like I've got them no matter what. Like uh, unconditional love for everyone, really. Okay, here we go. Hello, baby. Hello, everybody. That was hello, everybody, in case you were wondering. Hello. Today, I have a Mickey. You had a Mickey today? Yes. What does that mean? Uh, happy. Happy? Yes, that oh. means happy. Oh, yes, your toy happy is right there. Mickey is a character, and he is he uh, inflatable? He blows up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? What else did you do? Tell tell us, dumb. Yeah. Tell. Oh, you want me to? Yes. Well, what did we do? First, we woke up, and we had snacks and drinks. Yeah. When, what did we do? What did we do? What did we do? Oh, we got dressed. Mm-hmm. And we watched shows on our iPad. Mm. Yep. What else did we do? We fed the puppies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we watched all the people outside working on the yard. We danced. Mm-hmm. We do that. We like to dance. We say, watch my moves. Oh, yeah, we're dancing now, aren't we? Watch my that- moves. Watch my moves. I'm watching them. Always. Oh, those are my socks, but you do you. All right, just scrolling through to see if I can find another question. this is too high a second ago it's that's what's crazy about okay well maybe i was wrong all right whatever we're good okay um so uh next question what is your favorite season and why oh boy okay i feel like i might have answered this one before But then again, it's also a common question that people ask when they want to get to know you more or just really think about how many times you've been asked that. Probably a lot. So either way, like I said, I answer every question, whether it's been asked 100 times or none. I 
<laughs> it sounds like it might sound like I'm thinking about it, trying to decide. There's no decision. It's This is the same answer since I was able to talk. Summer. Every day, every time. Summer. I, and not only that, um, I get through seasons. Obviously, I live in Illinois, so you, that you don't even have the option. I do get through it. Sometimes it feels like I barely make it. I'm scraping, hanging by the very tippy, tippy, tippy tip edges of my fingers off of a deep cliff. However, so far I've not fallen. I'm still here. But that being said, I don't, (laughs) I don't need seasons. And I understand how hearing that is probably like, what are you doing in Illinois then? Listen, I can respect that. I appreciate that. Can't get into it because that's too much for this episode and we're just not going to go there, but I don't need seasons. I really don't. I can do without any of the seasons. I can understand and appreciate like the meaning of them and what they bring and what they resemble, all that stuff. I really do. I just, I don't need them. If I had a decision, if I had a choice and it were to come true, it would be summer every single day. Why? Well, where do I start? Sunshine, hot. I like it hot. Hold on. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Sure, yeah. If you if you were thirsty, I get it. I'll make you some more. Um, so now would probably be a good time to say you might hear some interruptions because my son's taking his bath and I'm grabbing every opportunity I can and I'm thriving in the fact that I just don't care because it's my birthday, the podcast birthday, not my actual birthday. But back to my answer, um, the sunshine, it's hot. Now, Illinois is quite humid. It's not my favorite. I love dry heat. However, like West, like desert heat is the best. But aside from desert heat, there is like, obviously California, Southern California. Love that with the ocean. Great. So that's similar. It's not as humid. It's, it's more of just like a dry heat, but, but not as dry because of the ocean, obviously. So yeah, that basically Southern California, San Diego specifically is kind of like a meeting in the middle of the dry desert, which I also truly love probably because that's big part of where I grew up, but I also love the ocean. So yeah, just whatever. I'm getting way too in depth for such a simple question. I'm going to add on some things to my answer because the why part didn't come across as much as I wanted it to. Uh, Let's see. So summer, it's just that it has a feeling for me. Summer has this feeling and it has a smell and I associate it with everything that I truly love. It feels like home, if that makes sense. Um, Like the, okay. So for example, the days are longer, the sun's out for a long time the heat uh that feeling of everyone around you who is also aware that summer is more of a break for everyone even though it that could be true for every season it's just more universal in summer so and and i love that feeling of the people around me because it's almost like they need that permission to have that feeling and be relaxed as summer basically is relaxed. That's a great one. So sunshine, relaxation, 
um, freedom. It makes me think of freedom. Um, again, I can smell it. I can just, oh, I can feel it. Summer is summer. That hot sun. And then at night when you're, you've like had a shower and you're just doing your thing, whether it's going out or meeting up with people or staying home or sitting outside alone, whatever it is, like the way your skin feels after being out in the sun. And I'm not talking about abuse, protect your skin for sure. But it's just that feeling after a full day of freedom and then you, you're you at night and it's cool-ish. I just, oh man, talking about it is making me drool. I swear to God. Oh, it's almost here. <laughs> Hang tight. Yeah. Um, that thing, you, if that didn't resonate with you, then okay, that's fair. But it, it's just that feeling, that smell that summer and only summer can bring. The permission to be whatever you want to be, in a sense. And now I am currently bordering on <laughs> teetering off the cliff because it's like not summer yet and I'm waiting for it all year, every year for forever. And when you're stuck at home with your child and you're not a stay-at-home mom, you're a the type that likes to work. Like I like to work. I love it. I need it and I don't have it. And it's, whew, uh, talking about summer is really pushing me a little bit to the edge, <laughs> but I'll be okay. It's just damn who would have thought answering some questions could really really bring you up or down like that so let's in, with that being said let's move on and answer some more of these these questions <clears throat> just waiting for this to load uh, okay so who are you most comfortable around Ooh, damn who am i most comfortable around well okay my son is thirsty apparently Hold on, child. Watch another show and I'll be in there soon. <laughs> he hears that about 50 times a day. And so far, he believes it every time. Knock on wood. Anyway, don't judge me. Don't you dare judge me. Um, okay, so who do I feel most comfortable around? Don't feel bad for me because I'm. this is strictly coming from my personality as an introvert. But like a really, really, I just need my alone time more than... Some, some or most, samosas, samosas, introverts. I need my time away even more than the average. I am most comfortable when I'm with myself. Hundred percent. I can't. I know this question was talking about another person, but I can't answer that part of what other person I'm comfortable around until I was honest with you about that part. I am most comfortable with myself every time. After that, I would say right now, my son, because I literally can do no wrong around him. However, it's not as relaxing as it might sound because he's three and he's just trying to figure shit out in life and I'm trying to guide him. So there's blow up moments and stuff like that. But, but as far as like feeling zero judgment, my son, my mom... And my friend Jessica, I don't think that I've ever said anything to her that she hasn't taken without even looking at it twice. Also, wait, 
So my friend Jessica and my friend Mallory, because as I'm saying that, I'm like, shit, she is exactly that too. The epitome of that. You could go to her with anything. You could go to these two people with anything. And they are not only not going to judge you, they're going to hear you out, listen to you, relate, try to relate to you. Like, I feel this not necessarily in the circumstances that you're talking about, but the way you're feeling about what's happened or is going to happen or whatever you're worried about or anything. They will relate to you on the level that they can. And at the end of it, they're not judging you and you got to vent. They got to help you out, maybe vent to themselves. I mean, what more could you ask for? I don't know if Anchor, the app I use, the platform I use for the podcast, knows that it's my birthday, but <laughs> I just got some major numbers in today. Well, okay, to be fair, they probably came in a while ago, but I just now realized they came in today, so I'm just pretending see where I'm going with this. And I cannot handle yet another jump. Like, <laughs> you guys, something like this, I like, what are the words I want to say? Something like this is so wild where you feel, I'll, I'll never forget when for about six months, I just kept thinking podcast, you need to do a podcast. And then my actual brain wasn't even fighting with it yet. It was just like, we, what, what is, how do you even do that? Like not even fighting, saying like, you can't do that. Like shutting it down. You know how that goes. Everyone knows how that goes. That ugly voice in your head. It wasn't even saying that. It was just like, how, how would you even do that? Basically it was on the same page. Like, well, Hey, shit, maybe this is a good idea, but what do we do next? I'm not even kidding. I was in the shower and all of a sudden, boom, they told me about Anchor and I'm like, what the, f come again? I didn't even dry my hands off. I was grabbing my phone, trying to check it out, see if it was legit. It was, it is, and here I am one year later. Oh man, it's crazy. But where was I going with that? <laughs> Um, I mean, I know I said I wanted this to be a very laissez-faire episode, but within reason, what was I trying to say with that? There was something. Hold on. Well, it's not, nothing's coming to mind, but I can tell you that since I did it, since I followed every single hit, every single instinct, it's been wild because I would wake up. Oh, yes, this is where I was going. So all of a sudden I was like, yeah, okay, doing it. Didn't nothing else within that same day. I had already released an intro. <laughs> Come to find out or I mean, okay, so I've always done things differently. So come to find out, if you were a normal person who did things the normal way in the normal timeline, you would say, come to find out, people tend to get everything organized, get sponsorships beforehand, get listeners, get a production studio, ideally, but that doesn't always happen. Um, all equipment, a platform, a plan, an outline, and then several recordings before you release anything. 
<laughs> Do you think I did that? Hold on. I have something. <coughs> it's not It's not COVID. Don't worry. <coughs> I just ate a granola bar and I had one little, one little guy slide down my throat. That's what she said. Oh God, I got to delete that out. That's, that's too far. Uh, so most people, yeah, they would do that. Mm-mm. Do, what do you think I did? Silence. Crickets. Yeah, I didn't do that at all. In fact, I did the app. Op- well, I don't know about the opposite, but uh, as soon as I heard about it, the very next, I looked it up, made my account, blah, blah, blah. The very next day, I released an intro without a single clue about who was going to back me, if anyone. Sponsorships, not a clue. Listeners, 0%. Um, platform, who was I, who was I going to be released to? Uh, Apple, obviously. Spotify, clearly, because we all know Apple's king, but I don't even use Apple for anything. Not music, nothing. I use Apple strictly because I have to, because that's the way it's been set up in the world structure as of now. Spotify is my girl. However, all these others, Breaker, Overcast, all of those things, Stitcher, I'm sorry, what? There's there's apps for podcasts specifically? I had no fucking clue. In fact, I didn't even know about those until way later. Oh man, I had no idea. And throughout this whole process, the times I've gone to bed feeling a fool, a failure, and almost sick and tired of myself only to wake up and be restored before I even got online. Just like, no, 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 that was you tired. You're, you're fine. And then to wake up and be like, holy shit. Numbers jump, listeners jump, all of those things. And every time it happens, I'm like, oh my God, that was amazing. But I, I never expect it to happen again, which is wrong of me. I should expect it because it keeps happening. And here we are on my first birthday, the podcast, Earth the Brit. It's her birthday. And <laughs> I mean, the countries, I had so many different states within the U.S. And then I had so many different countries. And then I looked today because I have it in a little bit. And I'm like, what? the hell? Are you serious? Oh my God. So many countries. I feel so, I feel equally tiny, 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 minuscule, as well as large enough to have a reach, like an octopus, like a very, very, very blown up octopus. Like my tentacles could reach out there. They can reach people because it's showing me that it happens. And I am blown away at everything. I, (laughs) I don't know what to say, you guys. I, this is a, I don't even know if I'm going to release this part in, in this episode, but as soon as I saw those numbers, I jumped on and started recording because I am grateful, but that's like the shittiest word ever because it doesn't even come close to what I feel. Humbled, um, seen wait wait wait. no 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 there's a better one I feel like I was meant to do this and even thinking if I had not a single listener even if my mom wouldn't even my own mother would not listen I would feel true 
maybe no there's a word I'm thinking it's it's there it's going to come out before this episode ends I hope but um it makes me feel a certain way (sighs) kind of like when you're just like as a human you have lungs and you have to breathe so then you do it and then you forget though to realize like yeah good for you for breathing your heart's beating all the things you do that you take for granted but you're supposed to be doing to stay alive it feels kind of like that but um but a little bit extra because it felt more than that like I'm not just staying alive I felt called to this and I followed it blindly like I usually do no idea what the hell is gonna happen kept on going even when it got real hard which was like week three to be honest and every week after I love it don't get me wrong I'm not complaining but this shit is fucking hard which brings me to another point if there's any podcast out there even if it's one episode or five seconds that you've listened to anything and you or a book you've read or any sort of art form where somebody is bringing themselves to the table and creating something for entertainment or to be out there and it made you feel something, anything, everything, whatever, even if it's anger, get out there, get to iTunes. Because remember when I said that Apple's the king? Well, he is. And it's whatever. It is what it is. So you you have to go to Apple. You have to comment on these podcasts. Mine, would that would be great. But I'm not here to beg because, again, I'm doing this because it feels right. It feels like I need to. It feels like home. Anytime you've heard anything that made you feel anything like I've said, I'm, I'm repeating myself, focus. <laughs> focus, what is that again? You tell me. Um, just some quarantine jokes, some light humor ADHD quarantine jokes, no big deal. Nothing to see here. If you've felt anything or if anything like spoke to you reached out to you I don't give a fuck go and give it a rating go rate it and I'm not just talking about me again yeah that would be great I'm talking about all those times you were caught off guard or not anytime you felt something reading art creativity something that was brought out of nothing for the sheer experience of it the fun of it the will of it just what it does to you as a person and what it does to the people around you who are experiencing it because you've brought it out of the woodwork whatever it is go rate that shit right now that right there even if it's not my podcast even if you're not giving a single fuck about earth to brit whatever it is that makes you feel what keeps you alive what gets you through the day what make what makes you smile ugh, just all the things find it and rate it and leave a sentence at least you know what write a novel if that's what you feel but at least just give a couple words because that artist whoever he or she is they see that and that impacts them and here's the kicker you ready for this? It impacts other people more than you will ever realize because once you rate them and review them, that puts their stuff, book, movie, song, poem, podcast, uh, picture, anything. It puts it, it, it gives it 
It's an algorithm. It takes it to the top so that more people can see it. Okay. So when you think, oh, that won't do anything. My one opinion won't do anything. Fuck you. Yes, it will. And stop thinking like that, please. So I'm going to take a real quick break because I feel like I'm getting to be a little bit preachy and that's not my goal. I'm just so passionate about supporting artists everywhere, no matter what it looks like. To me, math is art, even though, okay, I can't get into it. Just go support everything. Okay. Do that while we take a quick break. And if you're like a huge hater on ads or whatever, even if they're meaningful, this is your time. Skip this ad then and go find whatever speaks to you, whatever calls to you. Multiple would be great. Do it once a day. Do it twice a day. Do some, Do it at least one time. Do something. Find that person who has impacted you and rate and review to whatever it is they're doing and pay it forward and pay your dues for the fact that they're doing this for you, probably free, and just show some love, okay? Love is everything. So show some love. I'll be back and we will continue. This is what I'm made with. This is love. Moving along, I'm going to do another question, at least one more, maybe a couple more, but if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to force it. Just waiting for this to load. Okay. Would you rather live without TV or without music? Um, I wish you could all see my face right now, which is why maybe in the future I'll do a live recording because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where the money's at. My facial expressions are on point, but you obviously can't see them. Duh. Every day, in fact. Honestly, this isn't even an this is not a sacrifice. Take the TV away. You'd be doing me a favor. For some reason, TV annoys the shit out of me. I'm just, oh, it annoys me. I'm lucky if I get through a movie and usually that has to be at a movie theater, which gives me mega anxiety because at all times I'm thinking, how am I going to pretend to be dead? Why am I here? I'm going to hurt everyone around me if there's a mass shooter because it's going to kill me if anyone I love gets hurt. Yeah. Um, that's just a small peek into my brain on the daily since I was probably four is the first no five was when I had my first panic attack I'm not bragging that's nothing to brag about I'm just saying it's not made up it's not fake it's ingrained but yeah I would have to say 500 million times over every time music if I didn't have music like the thought of that is giving me It's making me want to cry and I don't want to cry because this is, yeah, it's my party and I could cry if I want to. I don't want to cry. I want to have fun. I'm just, oh, no way. Take away the TV every time. Don't even ask me twice. And music always, always give me music. And in true Brit form here at Earth to Brit, we're going to speed skate through the rest of these just because I feel like getting through it. It will make me probably better by not thinking about things for too long because that's never a good thing. 
not when I have to talk about it. It's only good when I get to think about things over and over without having to say anything about it. But when I have to speak on what I'm thinking about, it is not ideal to let me ruminate or marinate or however you want to look at it for too long. So do you smile at strangers? All of them. I always smile at strangers, even if they look mean. In fact, it's as I'm saying this, it's kind of, it's very weird, but the meaner they look, the more I smile, but like not in an aggressive way. I don't know how to explain that. You're just going to have to see me out in public sometime, I guess. If there was a solution to your anxiety, how would it look? Oh God, that's a great question. Patient, it would look patient and accepting. So patience and acceptance, those things. If you're patient and accepting and have all, like pretend, even if you don't have all the time in the world, like, what are you feeling? Let me, like, give me space to feel it and then to express it. Um, that would be a goddamn dream, in fact. I can't even focus on that too much. Uh, Okay, next one. What do you need more of in your life? I need more... Okay, not in any order. Acceptance, which I just talked about. So, hmm, maybe my anxiety is higher than I realized. I knew it was high. Don't get me wrong. I've had panic attacks like crazy, which I haven't had in years. That's a huge deal. Um, so yeah, acceptance, um, patience, not patience. No, no, no. Acceptance, space, just space. Like get the fuck away from me. Don't touch me. I just want, you have to remember I'm a working mom. I, I, I'm a mother. Yes, but I don't want to be around my child all the time. I am at work. He is at daycare which his daycare is at a home with family. He's fine. He's more than fine. It's not like that. It's, I am not a stay-at-home mom. I don't want to stay at home and take care of children. When I was going to school for teaching, the very last, like that lake, pool, ocean question, as far as teaching goes, let's, let's play this game. I was going to be a teacher. I wanted high school, college, or at the very like third option is middle school. However, as I've gotten older, I realize middle school might be more my jam just because I don't know. I just feel like I could really, really relate, not relate. I feel like I could really have an impact on that time because that was such a huge time for me. Okay. Now we're getting into a whole other episode. How? So surprises aside, children? No, I do not want anything to do with teaching. I'm sorry. And I'm not saying anything bad. I love my kid. He is amazing. But I do not want anything to do with those young, young kids. I don't. It's not me. And by that, oh, I'm really, really digging a hole here. Oh my God. It's not that I don't any want anything to do with them. I freaking love them, but I can only take that in doses. Like I can't, I don't want to sit at it. I don't feel called to nurture that. I feel called to structure that into here's how the world works in a way, because for me, I will admit it works differently. I'm not saying it's like a rigid situation, but I am very 
firm with young children because I feel like if you're not firm with them when they're young, then you have to be firm with them when they're older. And that's so ass backwards to me. Like, what? why does that, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't want to have a child in middle school or high school or college that I'm like, you need to do this and that. They should know already. Like, they should have already figured that shit out because at, when they were young, they should have been formed to be correct or following those fundamental statutes. Does that make sense? But it's hard, I get, because they're cute as fuck. My three-year-old, he can look at me and I just, my heart inside, it shrivels up and I just want to die because he's so adorable. However, yeah, he's adorable, but I want him to stay adorable and I want him to have the best life. So I take that in, I soak it up and I swallow it and it's not easy, but it's important to me that he understands that at, as a three-year-old, I'm the boss so that when he is 16 or younger, I can trust him because I didn't fuck around when he was little and needed my basic guidance. Does that make sense? I feel like I just took that question and ran with it. Also, I have a text I need to read real quick. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so a couple nights ago, my husband... Uh, I found a very tiny baby centipede in our house. And I'm not scared of centipedes, but like the fact that they have so many fucking legs is weird to me. So it was just like, and he was right there. I would not have called him for that. I would have done it. I would have figured it out, handled it. I handle shit all the time. Hear those snaps? I handle shit all the time. But he was right there and I'm like... He's like, what are you? Oh, that's why. I'm like, why was I letting him handle it? To be honest. Not that I don't trust him. I'm just saying like, I'm, I'm very independent. So now I remember he was like coming into the kitchen at the same time. And he asked me, what are you looking at? And I'm like, fuck, now I got to tell him. And then I was scared to death. He was going to like try to stamp it. Nope, he didn't. He took the cup in the little foil I had and and guided it in. And when it ran away, he took his own hand and tried to scoop it in. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know that every woman or any woman would say this, but I fell in love with him at that very moment all over again. And then just now he texted me and here I'm thinking he's being a pessimist, which I'm not usually thinking he's going to say, I'm coming up, it's blah, 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 whatever. But he he said, how about till midnight? Which gives me 35 minutes. I am the happiest person ever. And I also just, again, fell in love with him all over again. I love that. Okay, so I'm going to answer him, take care of some shit, and then we'll be right back for another question at least. At least one more question, maybe more. But... Either way, we're going to be wrapping it up soon. So stay tuned. Stay with me. Stay here. Stay present. I like to think my ads are fun. And if they're not fun, then I don't do them. So don't you have nothing to worry about. I'll be right back. Bookworms, this one's for you. The search for your next book to read ends here. Recently released, A Killer's Wife is perfect for all my true crime friends. The best part? 
It's part of a series, so you'll have more to look forward to once you've finished. Written by best-selling author of The Neon Lawyer, Victor Methos, A Killer's Wife is a gripping thriller about a prosecutor confronted with the darkest part of her past and the worst fears for her future. Jam-packed with conflict that you'll easily relate to and plenty of twists and turns that'll keep you at the edge of your seat. It's everything needed for a great read, guaranteed to satisfy any suspenseful cravings you may have. Available in Kindle format, audiobook, hardcover, paperback, and even audio CD. Get yours today at Amazon.com. All right, I've decided on two of the last questions. I don't know what the questions are going to be, but I, I decided two more questions and then wrap this up. Okay, number one. <clears throat> Name the person in the room... <laughs> Okay, standard. I'm so glad that this one came up because this is just, it's been awkward this whole time that I've been recording, but I didn't want to say anything. Name the person in the room who you think is the best dressed. Wow. Okay, this is hard to put myself out there like this, but I'm going to have to say that it's myself. So, not even close. If you saw what I was wearing, you'd be like, you've worn those pants for seven days straight and you would not be wrong because I for sure have and I'm not even embarrassed about it. However, I'm the only person in the room. Quarantine bitches, am I right? The only other time I had somebody else in the room was my son and 95 to 97% of that time, he was stark naked. So, which, you know what? Honestly, it, that's a competition. He's adorable. So maybe he was the cutest one in the room. It remains to be seen. I'm the only one here to answer for it. So I'm going to go with myself. Or we can just say it's a tie. Whatever. I don't, I honestly don't even care. Next question. Okay. Ooh, okay. What is something that offends you? I'm taking a deep breath because this is a very crystal clear answer to me, but it's also hard to explain in a way that comes across as crystal clear for you. My biggest, the thing that offends me the most, and maybe the only thing that offends me is ignorance. And what's hard about that is if you look that word up, or if you understand what that word means, Ignorance is something that you can't necessarily help, although I feel like that's kind of lenient, but it's when you take whatever comes at you as truth, whatever you're told as truth, um, especially if pride or I'm, I'm talking about America mostly right now, if you live in America, then you're 99.9%, you're ignorant. It's a Maury show. Surprise. <laughs> this episode of my celebration turned into Maury. It turns out you are not the father. However, you are ignorant as fuck. If you live in America. I'm I'm joking. Kind of. Um, because I feel like there's ignorance everywhere, obviously. But I do feel like America is the most ignorant country, place. It has the most mass of ignorance in one spot and it, it 
is like a cancer and I feel it physically, mentally, and emotionally, and it bothers me and I hate it. However, what can you do about that? You can't preach. I don't want, I hate that word, by the way. You can't talk to ignorance. You can't talk it out of itself. You can't explain something different when, because ignorance is like a brick wall that has been reinforced 10 times over. And the worst part is all that strength of that wall came from nowhere. The fact that that strengthening wall came from inexperience. That's the, that's why I, that's why I'm offended by ignorance because ignorance isn't like you went out and had all these experiences. You got to know people, you got to have all these things happen to you. You had all these experiences, nothing like that. It's the opposite. You had nothing or you had experiences, but you didn't even see them because you had goggles on. And then you have this huge fortress of a wall built in front of it that cannot be broken down. And the re and like the fact that it needs to be broken down. I am I making sense? I oh god, this is the one question so far that I care the most about. You have the strongest walls built around you, trying to protect yourself from reality, from truth, from other people's experiences. If you live cushy cushy, that's you're you're very lucky. You're so fucking lucky but you don't see anything else because you've not had that experience and you've protected yourself against it. So it's like a double negative. Oh yeah. Okay. So any English majors out there, it's like the biggest double negative, the most annoying double negative, and then hearing it 20 times a day, minimum. That's my hatred of ignorance. And by hatred, I mean pain because I don't hate anything really it's more of like things bring me pain they either bring me love understanding questions or they bring me pain and if they bring me pain that means I really so like okay my pain is someone else's hatred because the worst thing someone could do I don't see the act I see it as like what are they going through what are they feeling like what happened to them what was the coaster, the roller coaster that brought this ride to my door versus you did this to me type thing? I swear, I hope I'm making sense. But if I'm not, I, I have to be to somebody. Um, so yeah, ignorance to me is it brings a lot of pain for everyone involved, including the ignorant person especially the ignorant person, because to see an ignorant person not ignorant, it takes a while, usually, not always. There's no standards, but it does tend to take some time. But when you see them when they're not, if that ever happens, it's like taking a deep breath after you've been underwater for too long trying to test yourself. And then you come up for air and it's like that big deep breath. That's what it is like to see somebody who used to be ignorant, who's no longer and even better, bigger breath, somebody who used to be ignorant and then now they are an advocate or they have found their voice or their reason or their fight or their will to live and then traveling and experiencing all the countries, all the places. Ooh, that is the most satisfying thing to me of all time. 
I am so satisfied just even thinking about it. So with that, I'm going to end on a good note. And I'm going to take the hottest shower of my life because my ri- I've got ribs out of place. You guys, I work at a chiropractic office. However, I haven't been into work. I pop in every once in a while. I've popped in twice now to make sure shit's in order just to get billing out. And I've gotten so much done, but not nearly enough. And I have not gotten an adjustment in so long. And it is showing. And I feel it. And it's painful. My body needs to be realigned. However, we're going to leave this on a good mental note. And (laughs) real quick, I want to thank everyone out there. Whether you've listened, again, I'm going to repeat kind of the first part of this episode when I talk to you about listening and supporting and giving feedback. I know I led, I read a letter a couple weeks ago. I have so many I should read and this would be the perfect episode to do that. But really, I just wanted to celebrate the fact that I did it. And now I can say that. <gasps> I can. I can say it. I did it. I started this one year ago today. The night before I had heard about Anchor and I'm like, Okay, made an account, like I said in the beginning, review that. And then I I got on the next day and I released intro. I had I had nothing. I had no, I had nothing. I had no I had literally nothing but a blank canvas. And here we are today and the numbers and everything, the support, <laughs> the feedback, oh, the listeners Everything has been so meaningful to me. Even when I want to give up every week sometimes, especially the last, I'm not going to lie, the last couple months, every Tuesday, I'm just like, fuck this. I can't do this anymore while I'm also like, this is everything. It's confusing to me too, but I am so grateful to every single one of you, whether you've listened to one episode two episodes, three, all of them. I care, but I also, I do care. I care so much. But I'm when I say I don't care, that means like, I don't expect anything from you. As long as you're getting something from me and enjoying this, I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing what I've been called to do. And I'm here for you always. So that being said, real quick, we talked about Apple as king earlier. It is. It is what it is. I don't use Apple. Like I said, I don't use Apple for anything. I go to Spotify for all the things. It doesn't matter. I am asking you if you feel anything at all, or if you feel me or feel this podcast, head on over to iTunes. Give it a five star. Give it a, hopefully, ideally a five star. Give it whatever star feels right for you. And if you're feeling extra, Leave a sentence, leave a word even, like great, hate it, love it, fuck you, love you. I don't care. I don't care. I do care, but I just want you to express yourself and give me some feedback because feedback is everything to me and I love it. And I can't, I mean, yeah, my numbers have obviously gone crazy, but I can't 
do what I know I can do without everyone out there who's listening. Like you're all everywhere. I, if I took a screenshot of all this, if it were possible to show the numbers, it would be insanity if you all or even half of you took the time. If you have two seconds, five seconds, go to iTunes, leave a review, leave a, a rating. You have no idea the momentum that you will you will literally create momentum that will just keep on going if you do that. It's an algorithm. It's science, which I love. But more than that, I love what I'm doing here. And that's just creating my space for you to all be here with me. And for us to enjoy and get to know each other and have a break from life while also talking about life. I know, ironic. I get it. It's, it's all ironic if you think about it, but I'll, I will stop there. I will just let you leave tonight knowing that I will sleep like a freaking baby tonight, hopefully, because I did it. I did do it. I've done it. I'm so proud. It's been hard and I have, I have persevered. I have, I have fought a lot of obstacles. I've jumped a shit ton of hurdles and I've done it for you and myself. I won't lie. Of course, I've done it for myself. But to do it for myself as an introvert, I could just do that in my own bedroom. I don't need to go and talk to people and podcast and put this out there and publish anything. But the introvert in me sees you, whoever you are. And that's why I've done that. That's why I've published every week is because this is where I'm supposed to be. And it feels exactly right. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a fan. I love you and happy birthday to me. I'm going to get off this microphone now so I can celebrate in my own private special way. Love you guys. I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Peace out. (laughs) Oh, silly boy. Peace out. (laughs) Piss out. Production.